0: Greetings on tonight. We like to welcome
1: everybody tonight to ELI Prophetic Shift on tonight in God's word on tonight. So we just thank God for what He's getting ready to do. God bless you. Everyone that's actually calling in on the line on tonight. Amen. On this podcast. We are aired on nine platforms. So we just give God glory for what he's getting ready to do. Amen. We have the many segments that's coming up, amen. And we just looking for God to move on tonight amen and uh, just before we get in we want to have anybody that's on the call to give us a special shout out amen what ends up your city and where you're from on tonight and amen. we're going to go ahead and get started amen for those who are on the call and if you choose not it's okay amen it's good just to be a listener right now and right now to to here and the doers of the word on tonight. So we just thank God on tonight. We just like to welcome you to in God's word on tonight. And then our spiritual innovator tonight on tonight will be Prophet Amen J.L. Harmon on tonight. And we're excited about what God is getting ready to move. Amen. And we're looking for a mighty move of God. Amen on tonight. So we just thank God for what he's getting ready to do. Amen. For those who want to send your prayer request, send your prayer request. Amen. To i God's 5 Chapter 16 at Outlook.com. So don't forget to tune in on, uh, in God's Word. Amen. And, uh, for those who would like to, at the end, a, 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 end of the call, amen, like to contact, amen, ELR Prophetship. We have a telephone number where you can reach us. Amen. God bless you. So on today, amen, we just want to just do a couple announcements right before we get into the Word of God. Amen. Matter of fact, we're going to prayer. Amen on tonight. God bless you and welcome you to ELI Prophetic Ship on tonight. Amen. Uh calls are coming in and we give God the glory on tonight. Precious Heavenly Father, we come before you right now in your presence, Father. We ask you on tonight, amen, just to have your way. We thank you, oh God, for we release, amen, your anointing, amen, on this podcast, on this network, on, oh God. And for those who are, have everything, they're set in place, amen. We're looking for a mighty move of God of shifting in this year, in the new season. We are the... the Energy changers. We are the atmosphere changers. Amen. And that's what God is looking for. A spiritual innovator is a person that changed the atmosphere. And so we thank God on tonight, oh, God, that you are getting ready to flow. Amen. We speak of healing. We speak of deliverance. We speak of breakthrough. We speak of miraculous healing to take place on tonight. Father, release your anointing. On this live podcast on tonight, release your anointing in your flow like never before. And Father, we thank you, oh God, for your blessings. We thank you, oh God, on tonight. Amen. That you are getting ready to do what you said you're going to do. And Father, oh God, as we release this man of God on tonight, oh God, that you use him. Amen. For your glory and use them like never before, oh God. And we'll bring it to you and introduce for some and introduce to others. Amen. For those who don't know. Amen. Our spiritual innovator tonight. Amen. But right before we get ready to do that, Amen. God bless you and thank you for tuning in to ELR prophetic shift. There's a call. Amen. Another call just coming. So we just thank God for. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, men of God. God bless you, women of God that's tuning in on tonight. And Father, we just ask to release your anointing on tonight. Amen. And- Amen. As everybody begins to clap their hands and just tell the goodness of what he has done for you. Amen. We just thank you, Amen, for setting the atmosphere, oh God. And as we begin, Amen, to set the atmosphere, we are atmosphere changes. ELR Prophetic Shift are atmosphere changes. The people are coming, Amen, on this podcast are atmosphere changes. And we thank you, oh God, for setting up, Amen, what you're getting ready to do in this season. We thank you, oh God, for shifting the atmosphere and turning things around right now. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for your doing what you said you're going to do. And we just thank you for your blessings, amen, that we're getting ready to amen, to release amen on tonight, the platform. We're releasing Amen. Just Holy Ghost, just begin to have your way, Amen, on tonight. Amen. We thank you, oh God, for your many blessings. We thank you, oh God, for moving, amen, like never before. Amen. We thank you, oh God, Amen. Just help us, Amen, in the direction where we can go, Amen. We where we can shift on tonight. And we just thank you, oh God, for letting go and letting God have his way, oh God. Father, hallelujah. Father, oh God, we thank you. I
2: love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship You. Oh, my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King. And what You hear. And let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Hallelujah. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. And I leave my boy to of you, of my soul, to rejoice, enjoy, my king. And what you hear, and let it be a sweet, sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Hallelujah. And we And we had nothing. Open the floodgates, open the floodgates of heaven, and let it rain. Thank you, Jesus, and let it rain. Come on and put your hands together, amen,
1: and bless the Lord on tonight, amen. Hallelujah, amen. We thank you on tonight, amen, for what you're getting ready to do, amen, on tonight, amen, as we release the floor, amen, on tonight, amen, as we begin to decrease, amen, the Holy Spirit begins to increase. And we thank you on God on today for releasing, amen, on tonight, amen, our host, amen, and spiritual innovator on tonight, amen, on in God's word, amen. And I bring to you none other than Prophet J.L. Harmon. God bless you. Thank
3: you Jesus. Good evening everyone. The the topic tonight is facing life's challenges head on. And we're, what we're gonna do, we're gonna go into scripture, uh, Daniel chapter three, verse 17 and 18. And this particular scripture, is about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. And what's been taking place is that King Nebuchadnezzar has made a, a golden image that he himself wants all his people to
0: worship, but,
3: but few did not agree with King Nebuchadnezzar's what what he was wanted for everyone, they didn't accept that. They were they only trust in one God, and that is God our creator of the heavens and the earth and everything therein. So as as we go into scripture of Daniel chapter three We humble ourselves and, and take a encouragement from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And we start with verse 1 of chapter 3. And it states that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, made an image of gold, whose height was three score cubits. And the breadth thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura, in the prominence of Babylon. Amen. Then the Nebuchadnezzar, the king, sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, and the, the judges, to come to. Dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar, the king, had set up. Then the princes, the governors, and the captains, and the judges, and the treasurers, and the counselors, and the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the province were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar, the king, had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then and Harold cried out aloud to you, It is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbutts, psaltery, duck and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that never con- Amen. And whoso falleth not down and worship, shall the same I will be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. So this is particularly, if he's saying King Nebuchadnezzar is saying, if you do not uh, worship this graven image, this image, this golden golden image that I have placed before you. Your repercussion will be, you will be put in a furnace and burnt alive. And as we go in uh, verse 7, it states that, therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harps, sack, sorcery, and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations and the languages fell down, and what did they do? They worship the golden image. That Nebuchadnezzar, the king, had set up. So they were in fear of King Nebuchadnezzar because they they felt that you know what I'm not gonna I don't we don't want our life to be lost and we don't want to die if we don't if we you know so let's let's agree and just do what we have to do and worship the worship the golden image. And as you go on verse 8, it says, Wherefore, at that time, certain childings came near and accused the Jews. Amen. They spoke and said to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, o king, live forever. Thou, king, has made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the psaltery, and docomer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worship that he should be cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the prominence of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not Thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. This means that these three men decided, you know what? We know what's true and we know what's right. Even though the repercussion will be burnt alive in the furnace, but our faith is in God, our creator of the heavens and the earth and everything that is. So they decided, no, we're not going to worship the, the image that you have made or your gods, but our God, and it sets up, and it says that, then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and furry commanded, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. So in this sense, King Nebuchadnezzar had heard that these men decided, you know what? We're not going to worship the image that that he put forth and he wanted to hear it out of their mouth from himself made it made sure he wanted to make sure that it was truth and what was being told to him so he sent for these three men to speak for themselves not from out of someone else's mouth but from their own mouth themselves and as we read on nebuchadnezzar spoke and said unto them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he then says, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods nor worship the golden image which I have set up? So he's asking the question, is this true what I I am hearing? I needed to hear it from your, your three miles myself so you can at least explain yourself on why you are not going to serve the image or an image that i have placed before all my people and it goes on to say that now now if ye be ready that at what time ye hear the sound of the cormet, the flute the harp, the social and ducamore, and all kinds of music Ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast in the same hour into the midst of the what? The burning fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? So he he himself Nebuchadnezzar he he, he feels that these men these three men are afraid of. of what he's saying about being burned alive but he's not understanding that these men they believe in one god and they believe in the father and they're not believing in his god but one god and not an image and this, and as he's saying that okay he's like he's testing like seeing okay i'm gonna throw you in here let's see what your god you think your god will come and rescue you all right, let's let's see. It's kind of like a test. It's like a test to see, okay, what will happen? Will they burn the Chris or would they still be remaining? Amen. So as we go on, it states that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered back at King Nebuchadnezzar, and he said to the king, "Oh Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter." If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver, and he will deliver. So their faith is strong. Their faith, their faith is not weary. Their faith is not uh, 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 slacking or uh, uh, shaking. But they're standing in front of him, Mr. King Nebuchadnezzar, strong and mighty, and with God on their side. They're saying, you know what? God got us. If we go in there and we we don't survive, we're still g- going to serve the God we serve. We're not going to serve the, the, the image that you have made or your God, but we know who our God is. And we know that he himself will deliver us out if it's in his will to do so. Amen. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy God, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So they are coming in to him straight out and letting him know, hey, no matter what you do or what you may not do, whatever you do, we're going to serve our God. He's going to deliver us out. And if we manage to not survive, we're still going to serve our God. And as we as we stop for a moment, this what we're talking about tonight is uh, challenges that we go through in life. This this particularly was a was a challenge for these men, but because they anybody else would see this as a challenge, like man, uh, man, man. But it was like Nebuchadnezzar was really he he was challenging God and challenging the faith of these three men and tested them to the point like, okay, you know, I'm going to put them in there as they've spoken to me.
4: I want to see what will
3: happen. Let's see what, what their God would do. Let's see. Will they still be remaining or will they burn the until them to until their death? But because... their 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 strength and their faith in god was so strong let's see what what takes place next let's let's see what as we go on and to read then was nebuchadnezzar full of fury and the form of his visage was a change against shadrach meshach and abednego therefore he spoke And commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. So as these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, after they had spoken to Nebuchadnezzar, he was in fury. And like, okay, they told me straight up, they told me, okay, don't look like they're going to change their mind. They are sticking with who their God is. They're standing firm on who their God is, and they are not going to change their mind. I can't change their mind. So he decided, okay, I'm going to place these men in the furnace, and I'm going to uh, put it up to the highest it can go. And see, and like it's a challenge for, for you know, like he's challenging God, and he's, these three men, their faith. But what's come next, it's going to surprise him as well, so let's let's read on as we read on, Amen. Then these men were bound, and their coats, their hose, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning furnace. With everything they had, they, they had it was put with them. Therefore, because of the king's command, commit, commandment was urgent, and the furnace is exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shiret, Meshach, and Benegal. And these three men, Sh- Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Now, any body will be like, oh, man, man, I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn in the midst of this. I don't want to burn. I don't want to burn. But these three men were firm. And, and as we are in life, as we are, we all, this this lets us know that Okay, this is a big challenge for these three men, but they stood firm on what they believe in, no matter what the repercussion would be. They stood firm on who they serve and, and who their leader is and that's God. And the head of their life is God. And that's the same with us today. If we, no matter what the repercussions may be, we may lose our life. We may lose things, but if we stand firm on God and trust in Him and don't put it in anything else, God will see us through it. Amen. Anyone want want to elaborate on on what we what the scripture we are talking about right now? Any anyone?
0: Praise the Lord.
4: Amen. Amen. Uh, I am Pastor Goffin. Um, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, these were young men, no no more than 17 years old. And they had come from another country They had been captured and brought to to Babylon where he was at. And they refused to serve any other God. And that's how we have to be. Refuse to uh, bow down to whatever the devil is trying to tell us. No matter what it looked like, no matter what what you see or what you heard or what the doctor might say, we got to trust God when we can't trace it. Um, mm-hmm. these young men were determined. They said we're not gonna we're not gonna bow down. If God don't, we know he can, but if he don't, we know he's able to deliver us. So when they heated right. up the fire and furnace and threw them over in there. Ha. Uh the men that threw him over there was consumed. By the, by the flames. But when they hit, before they hit the bottom, yeah, God was already there. So we got to realize that God said he would never leave us, not forsake us, he would be with us until the end of the world. When we trust God and trust the process, you can't go wrong. I done been through a whole lot of stuff, and I knew I had trust God, and he brought me out of it. Whatever it was I was in or going through, he brought me through. Without any 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 problem. And God don't fail. He can't fail. He's a God that won't lie. And we'll never lie. So we have to trust God no matter what the situation might be, no matter what they are saying. Uh they might get ready to be to repossess your home. Uh if you lose a home, God got a bigger one and a better one. If you lose a car, there's a bigger uh, there's a better one than what you get lost. Uh just get moving in way, you get your new one something even better. Uh, so we just have to trust God in everything and put him and put Him first in our lives and know that he's going to take care of everything no matter what you're going through, even if you don't have no money. I've been in situations. I don't call them situations. I call them situations. Well, there's no way out. I can't see. Well, we're not supposed to see how we are. We're not supposed to figure how we are. We're supposed to trust God because he is the way, the only way. And and the and, and Lord had to, I went and tried to fix the thing myself, the Lord said, now you don't want to do everything you can do. So I want you to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He told me who to call and I called them. And they came to my house. I told them what was going on. I said, give me a few minutes. And they came back to my house, not with a promise every note, but with $2,000 cash was able to do what I had to do the next day. So I know what God can and what He will do and what He has done. He hasn't changed and won't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we just got to trust God at all times and whatever you're going through. I'm Isaiah my whole I thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Yeah,
3: we just have to understand that if we are able to to put our faith strongly and humbly in him and and let everything else go and just humble ourselves before him and to him and give our all to him he himself will will bring down blessings pour out blessings that we we some of the blessings that we that god sends a lot of them you know, God, God, when He sends them, sometimes they they out of nowhere. But we know it's God. All we gotta do is say thank you and just be able to. But we gotta have faith. Like Sherech, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, their faith was strong and mighty. Because if they didn't have faith in God, they they could have worshipped the graven image, the the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had placed before them. But because their faith was strong and they their faith was mighty, and they they knew who their father is. They were not. They, they didn't. They didn't let. Okay, what was going to be done to them stop them? Yeah, it was part It was hot in the furnace when they were in there, but they knew they never lose sight, lost sight of who God is and who their Father is, and He brought them through that situation and out of the furnace and into the new. So that's that's the same with with uh, troubles we have today, challenges that may. We may think that that are not, we can't get through them, but if we have faith to trust him all the way, then we know, you know what, we're going to make it through. It'll take time, but as long as we have faith in God and not lose it. You know, I think at times when certain things arise, like with loss of family members, loss of uh, jobs, are, uh, you may get a little wavery in, in certain things, but as long as we have faith in him and trust in him 110%, you know, all things are possible. So if we, and the scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He strengthens all of us. He strengthens all of us to to better. He He tells us, okay, put your faith in me and anything Will be yours, but you have to first put your faith in me and put your trust in me, and hold on to my hand, hold on to me, hold on and hold on. And as you hold on, and God, the thing about God, He Himself, He don't, He don't want. Okay, you to sometime be in the word, and then okay, once He bring whatever it is that you ask him for in in your life, and you go back and doing what you used to be doing, but. When he brings it, he wants, okay, he wanted us to all put on a new man. Today, that's what we need to do. Because in, in the midst of the things that are going on in this world today, a lot of challenges, a lot of losses, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. But if we are able to, to work together and, and stand true together and build together and hearken ourselves onto the word of God and also encourage one another, you know we can we can we can build a lot of things and we can overcome a lot of things, but without god if we but but first and foremost uh we have to implement implement the Word of God not just in the churches but also in the household where you are each and every night each and every morning for you when you get up to work be being able to implement the Word of God in your household. Just think, just think, and think about it, and, and, and you guys can also give your own elaboration on it. Think if today, if the Word of God is in each and every home, and the, the mother, the father, each and every night is taking out time to go in the Word of God with their children and also telling them and going through the scriptures of these great people that we just spoke about, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and these particular things that are going on in the world today, the challenges, you know, it doesn't mean, okay, you enlighten them on it. it, doesn't mean it's going to, things are going to get, it'll be easier, but they can get a grasp on, okay, these things are happening now, and being able to, to be straight up with them, like, you know, we, in the, we are these things are occurring now. But we like the Bible say, train your child on which way they should go. Encourage them, give them the right tools. And once you get them the right tools, you know they can be whoever they you know want to be. And they can be if they want to be a baseball player, a basketball player. But give them the tools. Give them, but you know, implement that in their life so they can when they're young though implement it because we have a lot today. A lot of children, they are putting themselves into games, into uh, 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 women are, are escorting themselves um, for for income. But if, if, if you know, that father or that mother take time, take time out to speak to the children, their own children, that the mother has birth, that the father helped birth, and they are able
0: to implement in their and if we
3: are able to encourage one another and and that's what we as as encouraging as we are servants of God we must be able to speak unto the father and to the mother and, and speak unto them because these, this is the you know think about it when we are gone these, these are the children that are going to be supposed to be grown ups so if we're not implementing the right Words and encouragement in them, you know, we it'll be you know havoc. It. it'll be havoc. It. but we have to do it now because these children are growing up so fast. But they need that guidance. They they you know they really need the guidance now more than ever. Women are young girls are out having babies early. The young fathers are not there for their babies to to be there. But because they didn't have a father themselves, so we have to understand, and we have to preach it to them as well, preach it to the mothers and the fathers, and, and, and preach it out more, encourage them more, and say you know what, enlighten your children on the word of God now and never. The time is now to implement it, implement it now, implement it. Cause we ain't here forever, but as long as we got breath in our body, we are able to utter words out of our mouth, and we are able to to speak unto them, and they're able to listen. They 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 gonna take a, even if they don't take all of it in, they'll take something out of it, or what you said, or what the scripture. You go through each scripture in the Word of God is being fulfilled in this, in this world today. Anybody in the world can be going through what. In the word today uh of job that was a test on him. God knew that job was a man that loved him and would not turn against him, and he had faith in him but the 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 father the enemy he himself the devil he he, but God allowed the devil to attack him because he, it, it was to show him, hey, Job ain't gonna, ain't gonna, he ain't gonna back down. He know who his father is. But his wife, she turned her back on God. Uh, yeah, they lost, uh, things, they lost cattle, they lost, uh, uh, homes, and they lost their children. And she said, curse, turn your back on God, curse God and die.
0: But Job, through all the things he went through, he stayed faithful to God.
3: He stayed true to God. And that's what we have to do as individuals today. A lot of individuals are the boys on uh, Job's body. A lot of individuals we see homeless today. Or have the boils on their body that they have a smell to them. They have a smell that is a, is a strong odor. Their hair is everywhere. Uh, clothes dirty. These are this is a particular. These are particular people that are that we see every day. And God Himself, He wants us to speak unto them. You know, when when they come unto us and say, you know what? Can I have two dollars? Can I have some change or something? You know, give him what you have. Actually, today is a great example today. I was actually on my way to work today and, and at the, the bus terminal. And as I was at the bus terminal, it was a man that came by me, and his name was Don. And he asked me for some change. And I gave him some change, and I, I blessed him with a coin. And on that coin, it said Scripture, and it said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And what he said to me was that he was a Jew. And he said that I may know the word way better than you, but I spoke to him and I said, you know what? It, it doesn't matter if, if, if you know the word more, more than me. I'm giving you this coin, this token. God said, give it to you. And I told him, I said, you know what? You can do all things through Christ that strength, who strengthens you, who strengthens us, us all. And he says that oh, I'm a Jew, I, I, I really don't believe in stuff uh, with, with this type of stuff on it. But I said, you know what? This is a token. God said, give it to you and that is what I'm doing. And I said, if you and when, and when you're done using it, I told him to pass it along to someone else who else needed. And he told me his name was Mr. Dunn. I said, you have a blessing. He said, I love you. I didn't even know the man, but he. I spoken to him, and God, God brought him to me, and he and he told me to do something, and I we were in agreement. Simple things like that it, it, it is God sending people our way to encourage, to bless, and just to impart words into them, and that's what we must do, uh, to with children, with our children as well. We all are God's children. We all are a family. No matter what our last names are, no matter what, we all are God's children. And we must impart encouragement in the word of God in all who we meet, no matter what. If we don't know them or not, encourage them. Because that word on that particular day can be something that can change their view of life and what they're going through. God put them in that particular Day that particular day to come to you or to any of us for a reason, and a lot of times we, you know, at times we we may may say no, and, and but God bringing our way for a reason, for us to impart encouragement, and them not, you know, they don't have to necessarily be money all the time, or coins or anything, but just encouragement, and you know, and and, and I. You know, a lot of us we can do it. And Job, as we go back to Job, Job was a, you know, he he went through a lot of things in the, in his life. He he lost a lot, but at the end of all the, the 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 havoc he was going through, God was able to to restore him to him more than what he had before, and then
0: more children more cattle
3: you know but you know the thing of it is that during our ordeals that we battle with during our challenges that we have in our life that we face we have to understand that you know what god is with us he never left us he will never leave us and we just have to trust him this is you know every challenge that we go through God is testing us, okay, how how are they going to, I'm going to throw this at them, how are they going to, are they going to, are they going to sink or swim? Are they going to, are they going to stand firm and and believe and trust in me, or are they going to go their own way? Well, we got to say, you know what, we're going to stand firm on God. Job was able to do it. Amen. Like Daniel when he was in the lion's den. If you think about that, the story of David. Now, if you think about it, you you are in a den with ferocious lions that are hungry all the time. And because of his faith in God, and because he himself trusted in God, he was able to 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 survive. God was able to to work on work with him and work together. They worked together because Daniel's faith didn't get wavering. He trusted in God through that ordeal he was going through. Just like Job, he had an ordeal. We have ordeals each and every day of our life. But thing is, are we trusting God? Right. Are we putting faith in in, in in the word of things? But if we put faith in God, where where the heavens are, our heavenly Father, and where His throne is, and His Son Jesus, we are able to 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 battle anything and overcome. Like David and Goliath. Story of David and Goliath it, it is, I would say, is one of the greatest stories of a challenge that David himself had to overcome and every other man in his camp was afraid because of the stature of Goliath and because of his great size and David himself he wasn't tall he he was he was like kind of short but he himself said, you know what, I'm gonna go out and and, and I'm gonna take down Goliath. And what he had, he had a, a a like a a slingshot and a rock. And when he when he had the slingshot when he went to do battle, Goliath has had a sword and and his armor with him. And and part of looking at uh uh David, Goliath was saying, hey You know you're finna go down right you know you ain't you ain't finna be victorious against me none of your none of your men in your camp were and you were not but the only thing that was different from the men in the camp and david was that david's faith never got weary or uh, wavering because he had faith in in his father he came in the name of the lord he came with the father with him and god was on his side so Because God was on his side and he had his face thrown. It wasn't wavy or he didn't get, when he saw the light, he didn't get scared or in fear. He was able to take the mighty giant down. In our life, that's just like in our lives today. We have a lot of giants in our life that we, we think that, you know what, there ain't no way around it. There ain't no way we can get out of it. But it is a way. We have to be able to trust God in our, during our process. Uh, everything is a process. Everything. Everything that we go through, the losses we have, the, you know, the things that they may not work out right then because God said it ain't time yet or it ain't your time. But if we are able to, you know what, be patient and wait on God and have faith in God, we are, able, and when that, when that, when God is able to open those doors, it'll be out of nowhere. We, you know, but all we have to do is say thank you, God. And when God opened that door, we have to understand that when that door is open and He brings that blessing our way, we have to take full advantage of the blessing God sends or the door He opens. Because as long as you know, He can open the door, but He also, if you're not doing the right things or 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 doing right by the blessing He has sent you, He will not. Keep that door open, but we all have challenges. We all do each and every day. We all do. But the the thing is, that we're, we're going to go through the challenges. But we know we ain't going through it alone. God is right by us. He's right beside us. Saying, you know what? It may look rocky right now. It may look wavering. It may it may have you like man scratching your hair like want to pull your hair. But if we are able to say, you know what? I'm not worried. God got it. God got His hands on my situation, and He got His hands on me. And as we understand it and believe in in God and believe in Him and His works, the works He done in His word, He He will do it, and He is doing it today. But we have to thing is yes, we must first trust in Him and believe in Him, and not
0: to worry because God got us. Would you like to elaborate on uh the what we talked about so far? Anyone?
5: Uh yeah, this is brother Jay. Um it was um inspiring to hear that the three young men um had faith. Always um faith is so powerful. Because God initiated it when He first said, "Let there be," and that's why faith is the the substance of things hoped for. So if you if you lay down with a woman or a woman lay down with a man, you know that there's a substance there, and with that faith of you binding and, and combining with someone, you know uh, the evidence of you laying down will be the producing or the production of a child. And if you have faith to work and put works in your faith and vice versa, God honors faith and faith honors God. And faith is so powerful. That's why these and these three different situations, Meshach, Bishad and Abednego, um, Job, as well as Daniel and the lion's den, is so particularly powerful, it shows that God, He Himself, was the originator of faith. And because He's the originator of faith, because He uttered words out of His mouth that said, Let there be. He had no- enough faith in Himself, the creator of the universe, who created our respiratory system, the earth that hangs from nothing. The moon that stays where it is. Faith is not just faith for substance and and evidence of things not not seen and hoped for. It is also the structure by which the laws and the worlds were formed. And because faith is also a law that keeps the moon where it is, the sun burning, the earth turning, it is magnificent. So um, I get the, the main key note of discernment sermon is faith, and I've been hearing that over and over for the past couple of uh, months, and that we all should have faith. I'm a cancer survivor. I've been uh, fighting cancer my entire adult life, so I know what faith is, and I'm seeing people transform through seeing me have issues and my illnesses people have seen me go through a number of things where they have converted um, into a form of Christianity because they say
0: James Amen. Amen. And uh, I I feel like even with this
1: amen, especially talking about the facing challenges. Um, And when we're facing a specific challenge, amen, the Bible says that God would not give us no more than what we can bear, All right, He would not give us no more than what that we can't handle. If he knows that we cannot handle a situation and he knows that if our faith is not strong enough to come out of a situation, he's not going to put no more than what we can bear, amen? Uh, just like the scripture said, he said that the Bible said in Philippians, uh, 4 and 7 said I can do all things through Christ's testimony. You cannot do it without him. We cannot move without him. We cannot shape without him.
0: We and can't even go. wag out. We can't. we can't do anything without him. And so because
1: of the fact that we know that we cannot exist without him and we know that it's all things all things are possible. What through faith? You know, and like the sad uh sad rat kneeshack and the Benigo if they didn't have that faith, amen, who would think that even during the, the the during the fiery furnace, Jesus was actually the fourth man that came out of that fire, amen, and it was because of the faith of those boys, it was the faith of them, amen and, and all what it was they was trying to just worship you know you know that religion was called bow, and they was were trying to you know. He had all the musicians, the the, the the sorcerers, the the witch workers, the witch doctors, the government officials. He had everybody working working together. And he said, if you don't, if I sound this trumpet, and if I make a sound, and if when I make this sound, everyone needs to bow down. And if you don't bow down to me, bow down to me. He said, I'm gonna throw you, never, can say I'm gonna throw you in the fire furnace. And because those boys, remember. On their original name, the names right now, what they had was the last seven names when they were in Babylonian captivity. And they said they made up a name, mind that they were not going to stay in the position that they are. Just like with Job. Job, if Job allowed his friends to antagonize him, and, you know, and speaking in speaking his ear, he would not have that enough faith to trust and believe in God. He had the boils on his body, you know, the afflictions on his body. So that let us know that even though that we face not just a physical affliction, but we're facing also a spiritual affliction. And when we're facing a spiritual affliction and a physical affliction, amen, once again, God will not give us no more than what we can bear. Amen. Either with the die out or when Daniel was in the, in the lion's den. Amen. And because remember, Daniel had a relationship with God, first of all. And he was he was God's prophet. And he had a relationship with him.
0: Amen. He prayed three times a day. Amen. So he was heavily in the relationship. So he And when they constantly talk to God, constantly talk to
1: God, amen, because of the relationship that Daniel had with, with, uh, with God, the God was able to shut the lion's mouth. So when they went in and he went in, they went in for attack. So that let you know that God has the power and authority to shut the enemy's mouth on you, on your life, on your asset, everything that you try to put forth. He has the power and authority to shut the enemy's mouth and shut them down. Because the Bible says, he said, uh he said the Bible says, No weapon formed against thee. And in, in in Daniel's case, Amen, the weapon, amen, that was trying to form against him did not prosper because it did not shut down. It shut down the enemy's camp and the lion's mouth was shut. Amen. So uh I mean that that right there, you know, those are three very powerful
5: examples, amen. Hey man, I got disconnected there, but I reconnected with you guys. Um I'm not sure exactly what happened.
0: But that's technology. Mm-hmm.
5: So yeah, so um, uh, simply um Bob well, was just trying to say um is that uh, faith is so powerful that it becomes law. Um, it's there is no other, no other way around it. That the law is faith and faith is law, because it keeps everything where it should be, um, everything where we think we want it to be. And like I was given a a simple message about mirrored people, there are five types of mirror people. You got a person that looks in a black mirror who can't see themselves. You got a person who looks in the mirror. They see only what they want to see. You got a person that looks in a double mirror. They see themselves, two versions of themselves. So they don't know who they want to be. And then you got a person that sees three-sided mirrors. Then you got a person that looks in a mirror, and a crazy house mirror. Well, that fun house mirror where you see all reflections, but every every type of person that's a mirrored person they never see what God wants them to be. It's always their will. But when they exercise faith and believe that faith is law in their lives, then they will know that they don't need no longer be a mirrored person. But God will transform them regardless of what situation they may be in as these three scenarios. As the three young men, as Daniel as well as joke. They all went through something significant. But just as that same God did it for them, then he can do it for us today. I always tell people, don't be a mirrored person where you're looking in a black mirror and you don't see what you really are. Don't be a mirror person where you can't see exactly what God wants you to be. And don't look in no three-way mirror where you're seeing three different images and you don't know which way to go. But if you sit still and let God work and move in you, he will indeed reign on the unjust as well as he reigns on the just. I'm here to tell you that I am boldly and happy to say that I have suffered through the times that I have gone through because he has spoke to me and told me I will give you three times what was taken from you. He said, Jay, I just need you to do this for me. And I got you. And I say, you don't got to do nothing else but remain but who you are. And because he remains who he is, I have faith in him. And because he remains the God that creates the sun and the moon, he ain't got to do nothing else. That, that's my relationship. And I guess because that's my particular relationship with my God that I serve, maybe that's why he gives me the little things that I have. I don't take anything for granted, and neither should no one, not the water, not the air that goes in my lungs, not my son, not my circumstances. He gave me some material things. He took away a small apartment and gave me a condo. He took away a bus pass and gave me three cars. He took away a ministry that was no longer functioning and gave me two. He took away things and said, I'm going to give you three times if you do exactly what I ask you to do. Move left when I say move left. Move right when I say move right, and that's faith. And sometimes you're gonna blindfold you. And they say there is no science in the Bible, but I always tell people that the Bible never changes, but science books changes every single year. So which one should you be following by? The Word of God or the science books? It's the Word of God that you follow by. It won't shake nor will it be stirred. When I was in the hospital for six months. My faith was never shaken nor stirred. It just strengthened me more and more. It's the only thing that I had. I'll tell you one thing. Before our conference is over, is that if there is no faith, and if we don't believe that faith is law, there is no reason for us to continue to preach the gospel. If we tell people that faith is law, and that law is faith, then everything starts to change. Donald Trump becomes somebody else's different. These people that are walking around in these particular ways in life, they change. We're not going by hearsay. We're going by facts. And when we go by facts, we go by faith. Because God honors faith and faith honors God. And always when you go off into the world, be careful who you talk to. Because some people do witchcraft. And some people do wishful thinking. And that's the thin line between witchcraft and wishful thinking. And when they think they have faith in something, that's witchcraft to wish that somebody can go through something so they wish they can have something better in life. But I tell you, as I know, as I live and breathe, as He has raised me back up from the dead, He is a God that can do it. I won't deny anything. So, my brother and my sister and whomever may hear under the sound of my voice, take it from me and people who have witnessed. um, Apostle Austin, you have seen me lose my mind, I think on two occasions. Um, Are you still there?
0: Yeah, we are. We are all there.
5: You have seen the situation that I have gone through. And seeing at one point I could not articulate my words, nor could I understand certain things that were said to me or things that I could have said. But because I had faith, we know that the same demonic spirit that worked then, it tries to work now. And when we have the faith, not just of a mustard seed, but when you just have faith, They just believe, to know that you know that you know, that he can do it for you. Go beyond what you think you can go beyond. People always say, how can you? Well, well, look what you got on, that ring and and those shoes and that jacket and that sweater. You smell good. But they don't know anything about what I've been through. Apostle Austin, you know. You know where I used to live. You, you you know you know what I've been through. Only you on this line knows. Only you. And when you were not there, there were other witnesses that knew. You know I was in a hospital with cancer. You knew that I had lost my mind. You were there. And so when those situations took place, I can understand the three scenarios of these men and women. I'm going to uh, – cut my my message short here. I'm going to stop. I understand this scenario then because I experienced it today. It may not have been a lion, but it was something similar. It was called cancer. And as I write the book on today, the chemo, the confinement, or the cancer, I'm not sure which one was worse because being confined to a small room is like being locked in a den with a lion. And I tell you, being thrown in the furnace, that's like fire, It's like having the person take poison, which is the chemotherapy, and they're shooting it throughout your body. And being addicted to drugs, I was one of them. It was called Dilotic. Dr. Austin, you know, many times he spoke to me on the phone, and my speech was slurred. He can do it, he's able. Brother, God is a, Prophet God is a worker. God
0: is a worker. Amen. Amen. With that being
5: said, you guys, you know, I love everyone that's on under the sound of my voice. Um, Apostle, Prophet, Halliman, and for those uh, others in your respective places. Please remember that we are living in a world where things may not be as they appear. And I tell you that material things are just material things. For when God said he will bless us with these things so that we can grow further in something, he will do so. Because when he says to many other people, I'm going to get you married again, I'm going to get you this son again. I'm going to get you this daughter. I'm going to get you this house. I'm going to get you this home because I don't need you to focus on that because I need to get that out of the way so you can go ahead and focus on saving some souls.
1: That's and it. That's, that's one of the main, main
5: things that he, that he that he does. I'm sorry, um, Dr. Austin. I didn't hear you. Amen. Hey man, that's, that's the key thing. That's the key
1: thing in your life. Key thing.
5: Yes. So... um you know, I want to um, stay before I, I get off and give me two more minutes and I, I, I'll be, it'll be a full 14 minutes. Um, I was talking to my staff members about people who are toxic and I had a meeting with one of my principals and with some other staff members and I spoke to them about people who have a toxic spirit and also a demonic spirit. When they take anything that is negative, just like in those three scenarios, Misha, Misha, and the and the people who was throwing Daniel to the lions, and the devil who had composed this situation towards Job, and thought that Job would curse his God and die, as his wife had said to him, but when they was presented with these situations, the devil. And these other opposers, these accusers, didn't understand that the only thing they had was faith. And when the only thing you have to stand on is the two legs of faith, there is nothing else that can fathom in your mind. For God would give us the peace that of all understanding that no man can understand, that nobody will be able to comprehend. So what I'm saying that a toxic person would take anything that is eat that is good and make it evil. I can say that I just love being at church. Oh, that Negro was being sarcastic. Oh, I oh well, you know what? I like her hairstyle, I like what she had on. Oh, you know, Brother Jay was talking about your clothes. They would take everything and anything. Get them with that right now at work. They will take something and make it negative. Don't be around faithless people. Make them faithful. Bro, Prophet Holloman, I heard you say about the young man, Don. When you spoke to him, you may have the power to convert. Continue to do what you do. Don't let nobody take you. Don't let nobody shake you. Don't let nobody make your faith um, any. Don't let it don't let them make you weak make it strong be bold the more the bolder you get the stronger your faith becomes and let me tell you something be careful because as you have the faith that can move mountains so demons will come and they will smell it and they will say, "Oh this person think they got it just like they did job oh they oh he think oh she thinks." Oh, Brother Jay thinks he can do it. Oh, but we got something for him. But don't worry about it. You got your angels. They will keep charge. And they protect you. And for every evil spirit, there's the Holy Spirit. And for every hunted house that has a ghost, there's the Holy Ghost. And for every demon, there's an angel. So never be afraid of these entities that walk around Doing witchcraft, every witch, there's a prophet, there's an apostle waiting to cast that demon and that demonic spirit out and put them in hell fire instead of into Holy Ghost fire. And there are two different types of entities there. People are mixing up the two. You got some people that pray for hell fire to burn up, but then not raining down on the Holy Ghost fire. So they can be consumed by God's holy fire to be untouched by demonic hands. So, with that being said, I went over more time than what I should have been. My apologies, Um, uh, Pastor Austin, uh, Prophet Holliman. Thank you for having me on the broadcast and on the uh, conference. Um, I greatly appreciate you guys. Um, For those who are hearing. Please do not hesitate to visit me and Second Bethesda Fellowship over here in Sunrise, Florida at secondbethesdafellowship.info. I'm giving the begging over to um, Apostle Dr. Erica Austin and Prophet Minister Jack Holliman.
3: Amen. <clears throat> Amen. 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 Thank you for the encouragement, Dr. J. Thank you for the encouragement. That is very encouraging words. We we need more of it to enlighten one another on you know on things that we're going through in life and today. It's very encouraging that we are when we are able to speak into one another and, and and at times, it's not, nothing wrong with just uh, speaking, you know, and and, and getting on your, your brother or getting on and just getting encouragement in them and, and passing on love. But coming from a, a great place and deep down and being encouraged. So I, I love the encouragement. We need more of it today because more, more of that today it it, it enlightened a lot of young men and also young women today. And uh, as we, on that note, we're gonna go into uh, Matthew chapter four, uh, chapter verse one through 11. And we're gonna go, and these are the temptations that Jesus went through. And as we go in, i went to I went to this particular chapter because today we are being tempted left to right, right to left, and there's nothing wrong with encouraging our brother or our sister or even someone that we don't even know we It can be the first day you ever saw that person, but you can enlighten them on some things and encourage them, and also you guys become buddy buddy you know and encourage one another because that person has have words for you and you can have words for them amen so as we go as we read um chapter four of matthew then was jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil the fowler. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward in hunger. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command these stones be made bread. Hmm. It's like he's he's testing the son of God. He's testing him to see. Okay, if you're the son of God, make these stones, make them bread. Make them bread. And this is what Jesus said unto him in response to his uh, question to him. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So he spoke unto him and he told him, hey. Not by bread alone, but the word that my Father has put forth, and we must implement that in our lives. Because when we implement it in our lives, well, it makes you feel good inside. It makes you makes it like you like you can you know do anything. And once that's in your life and 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 applied daily, you're gonna fall off at times, but God still His grace and His mercy still sustains us all. Amen. Amen. After speaking unto the devil, then the devil took Jesus up into the holy city and sit, sat him in a high pinnacle of the church, the temple, and said unto him, If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. Hmm. Now he getting a little bolder. The, the enemy, the father, he's getting more bolder as time goes on, as that day goes on, as, as they are speaking. He said, he's telling him, throw yourself down. Throw yourself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee. So you see, you see the enemy, he knows a lot of God's word himself. He was in God's camp. Until God kicked him out for not being true to God, but wanting to do his own thing. So he know know a lot of the word, but because he wasn't true to God, he had to go out of heaven and go to eternal damnation. Amen. And it says that as we go on, it says, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now this is the enemy speaking to Jesus. And he knows the word, the enemy. But he's trying to get he's trying to get Jesus sidetracked or thrown off. Like, man, what what he what he, he know the word, but he, he doing these foul things and doing this and doing that, but he knows the word. And it states that Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. So he, do not tempt God. Of course, okay, you know the word, you know the word, but I'm not going to throw myself down no matter what. I'm not going to take my life. I'm the son of God. If God felt that my life was, need to be taken, he would have took it himself. But I, Follow my God's word, my Father's word, and not what you're telling me. But do not tempt me. He said, No, don't, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me now. And it says, Again, the devil taking him up into a exceedingly high mountain. As he took him from the temple, he took him higher and higher up. And he stated to him. Taketh him unto an Athenah high mountain, and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world, and the glory of them. And he saith unto him, he, the father said unto him, all things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. So he, he he's trying to get Jesus to turn against his father and say, okay, come and worship me. I got everything on the plot and lay it out for you. And and it's all you have to do is fall down and worship me. Fall down and worship me. And if you think about that, think about what's going on in the world today, the rappers and, and, and that you know, what they're doing is selling their soul for, for money and, and for this and that. But is it worth it? No. You know, and because God can make a way, he'll make a way out of no way but we have to understand, you know what? The enemy is winning today. He is winning. He's winning. And but we have to understand. We gotta tell the enemy, "Get thou, be- get behind thee," because I am a child of God, and I cannot allow you to interfere with my life or what I'm trying to get to. My what I'm trying to get to is to heaven. Earthly is not gonna be here alone, but I need to get greater, a greater place, and that is heaven. Be an angel one day and give glory to God each and every day. But while we are are here on this, earth, we're going to be tempted. We're going to go through things. We're going to experience things. Jesus experienced things from the Father. But as we are on this earth living, we must say, "Enemy, you will not win and you will not you will not whatever you try to do or try to get me to do or say i will not i will not give in and if you tell me to give up i'm not going to give up that's what's going on today the the devil is winning because a lot of individuals are giving up and and wanting the easy way out and not you know what oh man i, I i've been in jail so long uh uh the the, the uh the state or or my town will not give me a job. They won't because I'm a felon. No. And they they feel like, okay, I got to go rob. I got to go steal. I got to go sell drugs to make a living to get by, to provide for my family. But we kind of say, devil, get behind thee. I'm going to overcome. Even though I made some mistakes in my past, I'm going to overcome and I will show thee that I am stronger than you and your minions. And showing them, showing, and you show them. We gotta show them. Just like how Jesus showed and told the, the devil off. Because at every point while he was in the wilderness, the devil tried to get him to, to, to turn up, away from God. And we have to understand today, we cannot turn away from God because he is our help. He will, he is our, he will deliver us out of the hands of the father. And when this world is all said and done, we're going to him. But we got to get through Jesus first. So it's going to be, you know, we're not saying it's going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. But if we are able to, to talk to God, break down with him, get on my knees and just cry and break down and say, Father, I need your help. Father, open doors. Father God, open doors. Even though I had... Things that I did in the past, Father God, make me brand new. Cleanse me, Father. Purify. And, Father God, open doors that will close in my face because of the things that I did as, as I was young. But now that I'm older and wiser, Father God, make make my slate clean. Of course, it won't be clean. It'll be clean on earth. But in heaven, it'll be a judgment that you have to to get through those gates. You got Jesus going to Everything that you've done on this earthly and earth your earthly body, you are going to be judged. Everything, but we have to understand why we are here. We're trying to get to glory. We're trying to get to heaven. Earthly is not going to be forever. He got a place where He want us to go, and that's where we need to go to serve Him forever, not eternal damnation. So as we go on, and verse nine it says. Verse 10, it says, Then saith Jesus unto him, Get hit Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. So after the enemy, the father, the devil tried and told, told Jesus to fall down and worship me, in return Jesus told him, Hey, get behind me Satan. It is written, I worship my father alone, and I will not allow you to act and antagonize, antagonize me to, to have me do any of this sort and he stood firm on his belief in what he believed in was his father is his father, and he knew he knows who his father is, and when we know who our father is. That's what that's what he wants, that's what God wants. Knowing who he is and know, knowing what he can do, it's the same. If we know that what, what he can do, and we know his great power, marvelous power, supreme power, amazing power, and if we understand that and apply that to our everyday life, you know, changes happen. Uh, a lot of times, individuals say, oh, that was a miracle. Oh, but it was God that did. It was God that did it, and God did it then, and he'll do it now. But we got to be able to have faith. Being able to have faith is the thing. If we have faith in him, have trust in him, we can't put our faith in this, in this world, or the money, the clothes, the, the, the jewelry, or the materialistic things. The earth is doing that. The government, they're using that to... To, to 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 draw us in but we have to be drawn in by the power of god be drawn in by god and his word and allow that to draw us Draw us more and more you should never date uh and it's our strength when we just able to open up the word and take little by little lot by lot and, and allow that when we're hungry, allow that to fill us up. When we are thirsty, allow the Word to to be our water. It'll be breath to breath to the body. God God wants us to to put more time into Him, and once we put more time into Him, and not time into other things that mean us no good. It ain't this. This is that's good for earthly, okay or whatever. But when we We need to worry about things for heavenly. Okay, what do I have to do to get where my father is? What do I have to do to earn eternal life with him? Of course, I did some good and we all have did some bad. But if we understand, you know what? We all are human. Jesus is the only one who did not sin. But we must understand, you know what? God can open that door again. But we can't be fearful and say, man, we don't. there ain't no way out. Because the government make us think, okay, you got to depend on me. And you got to depend on me. All you got is me. But we have to understand we got God, and he's more powerful than this earth, more powerful than and anyone in it. So we have to understand each and every day we're being tempted, like Jesus in the wilderness. Each and every day we are tempted. But so we have to understand, you know, to, to a lot of times say, people say, oh, well, why are you looking all the way? Well, you know what? God is speaking to me and saying, look the the way because
4: it, it's best.
3: And the enemy wants us to, to uh, allow the authorities to come or, or get into things, get in little, little uh, fights or, or killing one another. And what does that solve? It solves nothing. Because you know God wants us to love one another, share the love of Christ, and spread that love by not hurt, not words of hurt, or uh, bashing one another, but um uh, love, loving one another. And, and as long as we know that, it, it, it you know it it won't make it uh, easier, but it, it will make it like you know what? Thank you, Father. I'm, I'm gonna have some some tough times. We all have losses. We all have losses. Things that we, you know, can say is unbearable have been unbearable, or things that we have been through. But we have to say, you know what, Father, your grace and your mercy sustain and feed, and we're going to overcome the mighty journey. And that's that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to, to enter into His presence. We're in His presence each and every day. He knows all. He knows everything. But he wants us to enter in. And we enter in by fully. We can say praises unto him. We can get in his word. Take it with us wherever we go. And just apply those words. What we gain from the, the Holy Bible, the Word, God's holy word, and to others. We don't necessarily have to give them anything, but we can give them the word, the encouragement. Say, you know what? Hey, my brother, you can overcome that. You can, you can overcome it. That addiction, you can overcome it. We all have. You tell them the, you know, story of Job. How you overcame sickness? Overcame. The devil tried to break him, turn his own wife against him. But you can tell she wasn't, she wasn't as strong in Christ as he was. Because if so, she would have said curse God and die. The enemy had her deranged and out of it as well.
0: But Job knew better.
3: Even though he was going through his ordeal, he still had faith. And the thing about it is, is your friends, the friends that he knew, started speaking down on him. Like, what did you do to get that on your body? What did you do to? What you had to do something. But instead of, 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 you know, speaking to him encouragement, they 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 bashed him. Like, how did how did you get yourself in so in this ordeal? And that's what. A lot of individuals do today. We have to understand we cannot do that. Because uh, we all are emotional. We all are emotional beings.
0: Jesus was emotional.
3: When his friend Lazarus had died, he was out doing God's work. And when he came back, he had learned he had passed. So he
0: took uh, a break from
3: ministering and came back to see and check on his brother Lazarus and to see was it true, but because he had the faith, he himself broke down to the father and to his father. And God, God knew. That, you know, he had emotions. He had emotions, but he had faith. And he all, all he wanted the others as well to marry Martha and his sisters to have faith as well. And because he had faith and he knew who his father is, Lazarus was, was brought back to life. Without that, without his faith. If his faith was shaky at any moment, there's no way that could have happened. But that's just like in life today and times today. If our faith is shaky and we're shaking like, whoa, shivering like like we're cold and like it ain't no another way, but if we say, you know what, and break down to God and let him know, hey, God knows what's going on. He knows what's going to happen before it happens, but we got to be able to call out to him and break down and cry to him. A lot of people say they don't cry or break down, but we have to to our Father. Well, there's nothing wrong with crying and breaking down and sharing our heart with one another. God, Jesus was emotional. We have emotions, but we have to understand we're going to go through trials, tribulations, things that we are we. Like, we don't have the, we don't know where to turn. We, we feel like giving up. We feel like, man, this is it. I, I'm giving up. I'm giving in. I'm giving in. I but we can't give in. We can't give up. Because when we give in, the father, the enemy, all he wants to do is destroy and dismantle what God has put together. And, when you know, and we can't allow that. Because God does not want us, any of us, to quit. Mm-mm. he
0: doesn't want us to quit and Moses think about the, the story of Moses when he himself had to free
3: the Israelites from Pharaoh when when he came when God came to, to him in that burning bush just think about it whoa you you outside and particularly anywhere in your state or wherever and the bush is on fire and there is someone speaking out of it and as you come become closer they're speaking words and it and happens to be the father, the creator of all things, speaking into you.
0: But Moses, he was on board
3: with God's command, so as he went to Pharaoh to encourage him to let his people go, Pharaoh was was arrogant mm-hmm. to the point like, "Hmm, I have a magician that can turn a rod into a snake. These things I, I, I that I know of already.
0: I'm still not going to let him go. But it, it, the thing of
3: The fact of the matter is, we must understand that it shouldn't have took it should have took Pharaohs, un- the baby, to be killed for him to say, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna set him free, but he himself wasn't all in agreement and decided to turn this wave back. And go after the Israelites after he said he will set them free, but he didn't understand that you know what God was with the Israelites. God brought them out with with Moses being led by God, and him on board with God, the Israelites were afraid, but they didn't understand that Moses was driven. He was led by God and he believed in his father and he trusted in him. And as they began
0: to go to the Jordan Sea,
3: as Moses held up his hands, his hand with the rod, the seas began to part because the Israelites. We're wondering, how are we going to get over this water? All this, this, this abundance of water that we see here. How, how? But Moses knew. God spoke unto him and said, oh, put your arms up and and I'm going to part the sea. But all Moses had to do was be in agreement and hold his hands up and God worked. And, And they had to go and walk straight before time for that water comes back to normal. But as the the Pharaoh and his henchmen were, were coming after the Israelites and Moses, the water
0: began to cover them, and
3: they didn't survive. And Pharaoh saw what was going on, and he himself went back. Amen. And the Israelites, again, we have to understand
0: that in life,
3: even times now, it shouldn't take situations for us to decide, okay, this is right. Okay, we should do this. We should do that. It shouldn't take loss or or gain for us to do these things. We should want to do it every time we can, anytime we can, because it's important. God needs to see it, because the blessings are gaining, that we are gaining not for earthly, but for heavenly. It's gaining, and if God feels that he want to bring it down from the heavens, down to us on earth, he will do it. And as the Israelites were out, and they were going And Moses was with them. They they were 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 arguing and and like, oh man, we we're hungry. We need this. We need water.
2: Uh,
3: Now he then he made manna come from heaven, from out of the sky, from the birds, so they would have something to eat. All these things that God did for them, and they were still. Wasn't
0: they? They were not
3: complying with God, they were not in agreement with God. All these things God allowed, allowed made happen for them water out of a rock. Moses hit a rock, and water began to flow, and they had a lot of water, abundance of water to drink
0: and then as Moses went up to heaven and when he came
3: back he saw that they were serving a golden calf mm-hmm. and when he saw this he was in distraught and upset like God brought us all out of the hands of pharaoh and what you can do is
0: give worship a golden calf
3: and do these proud things no he wasn't in agreement and god wasn't in agreement they mm-hmm. began to worship graven images and you know just thinking today you know, we put our trust in money and 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 abundance of money and and, and jewels and uh, this and cars and homes, how big they are, how fast they are. But if we put our trust in God, all that can be ours. But if we have faith in God, He'll bring abundance of it, abundance of it, no matter what. And He'll bring it when we when we least expect it. It'll come out of nowhere. Oh. And you'd be like, whoa. But, I, but all you have to do is say thank you and know it's from God. We cannot get caught up in, in, in the world today. Because once we get caught up into the things that are happening in the world today and being in fear, a lot of things that's going on in the government, things that were happening are coming to light, diseases coming to light, carnivore disease virus coming to light. A lot of individuals are dying The uh, in Australia. This is man. And this is a, a great example of God's power, moving power. In Australia, there was abundance. There were abundance of fires, <clears throat> abundance of fires in which the firefighters couldn't even sustain. But just so happened, God came with water from heaven and showers of not just water, but blessings for Australia and for us all. And was able to put out those fires in Australia. I'm saying abundance of fires that, you know, that cannot be contained by the firefighters alone. But God sent his power mm-hmm. to wash, to put out the fire. So the fires that we have in our life that 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 we seem that we can, we don't have a, we cannot contain them, but God can contain. Mm-hmm.
2: Right.
3: He can put the fires out, but we have to allow him to put them out. Mm-hmm. We have to allow him, and once we allow him, man, we can see see you know. Great things happen when He put Him out. We got to try not to go in the old anymore, but we got to be brand new in Christ—a heart that 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 loves, a heart that cares, a heart like Jesus, giving Himself on that cross so long ago for all of us. He knew what was going to happen, like when He was in uh, Gethsemane with when He told the two disciples to, as I go and pray, you guys wait here. Mm -hmm. And as he told them to wait, when he came back, he
0: saw that they fell asleep. But he told them, gave them a command to
3: do not fall asleep. Do not. And they felt Upon himself, Okay, you know, they got tired or whatever. But he told them no. And then he told them again, stay up while I go and pray. Stay up. So, you know, we have to trust in God. We have challenges in life, but we have to understand that the Satan targets our mind. And Satan's weapon is lies. He he tries to to get us thrown off. Like man, I gotta go. I gotta go do this. I gotta go do that to provide for my family. I gotta do this and do that to, to provide a a, a a a roof over my head. No, we ain't gotta do that. None of us. We got a father that created everything, and everything on this earth is his. He made this way for us, and he he made it for all of us to live on until he comes back. So but as we are here, we must understand we're gonna go through trials and tribulations and we're gonna go through good and bad times, but we have to understand that you know what? That's that's a part of our journey. Jesus went through a journey. He went through some good and bad times. People speaking down on him, speaking foul on him, and took all the pain one can endure. But he did it. For the, because he loved all of us. He loved us. Sacrifice. That's what God wants. He wants all of us to sacrifice our time and him put time into him. Little time, time out of our, any, all of our day. Any, any day of the week. Any day. Every day we can. Every day we can speak in other words out of our mind. We are supposed to just give thanks and love on him. And say praises to them and, and just say, God, I love you. God, we all love you and we give you praise. We give you honor and the glory. Because he deserves it all. So if we he deserves it all, we gotta show him. We gotta when we get into the word, it is important that we apply that into our everyday life. Speak encouragement on our brothers and sisters. Speak encouragement on those that are have fallen off. You can say they're, on, they're they're homeless. They're on drugs. Uh, 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 even uh, escorts, the women out there selling their body. We speak to them, hey, come on, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you away. Come on, I'm a, I'm a, hey, I'm gonna give you a place to stay, and I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you get back on your feet. Mm-hmm. And I just and, and let them know, hey, I'm doing this because I feel that this is right. I have a heart of love. When we have a heart of love, we gotta show it. Mm-hmm. We gotta show it. We say we love one another. Love is not just a word we just say, but we have to show. And once we show and we say, and they go hand in hand. That's that's the key. Apply both together, and do it. God wants to see. Oh, you gonna You say you love me. Show me. Under my will. Follow my will. My
2: God.
3: And follow my way. And when we do that. Man, abundance of blessings will flow out of nowhere, and being able to just give God thanks and praises is a blessing in itself. Not just by bread alone, but by every word that comes out out of the mouth of the Word of God, out of His mouth. That's right. And if he speaking, it ain't it's truth. Nothing but the truth. Not no lies. He will not lie. But the father, the enemy, the devil will tell you any lie in the book. He made them all, so he he don't. And God the thing about it is that God has said he allow things to happen in our lives to see how how, how how far will we will we stay strong with him or will we fall off and waver? And will we go by the wayside and fall off. But if we're not strong, we can fall off. and we won't know how to get up again. But thank God, thank God that we can we can encourage one another on him, about his love, and about, you know, tough times. He, you know, he went through it all. He said he he overcame the world and we all too will. He overcame it. So he telling us we can too. We, all we got to do is hang on, uh, hang on a little bit longer and allow him to work on our lives. We're going we're going to wave and we're going to fall off that times, but he said come back to me, come back to him. I know you waver. I know you fall fell off, but come back. That's what he's saying. He come back. You fell off, but it's okay. I'm there. You fell off. Then you, you you know, we all have sin, we all have fallen short of God's glory, but his grace sustains us. Just think. Without without God's grace and his mercy, what would we be today? We all what be gone off this earth and above ground and not above ground so we all give thanks to to God for his great mercy and his love,
0: and with that being said. We really thank God for everybody for tuning in to ELR
1: Prophetic Shift from tonight in God's word. And we pray that y'all be able to tune in each every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 8 PM Central Standard Time. So be able to tune in and connect with us. We are on Anchor FM Radio. So if you want to touch and um download the product, we are on Anchor FM Radio. Slash shift. We are currently now on nine podcast platforms right now, which is Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast FM, and many more. So connect with us with the kingdom and stay in tune on Tuesday night in God's Word. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to the rest with the Bible. In his kingdom, forevermore. God bless you. Have a blessed
0: night. Mm -hmm.